Yep. You're pushing me, Brian. You're annoying me, Brian, already. One of these days. Okay, dude, let's go into it. This is a free one for, yeah. all, the, for all the douche holes out there. Yeah. How are you feeling? Been a little while. Has it? I think it has, yeah. Since we did a free one. Our schedules have been a little bit up and down recently. Yeah, Topsy-turvy. Yeah. But we're yeah. back now. We're going to talk about the black phone. The black phone. And this, again, this episode was not planned. This was like... In the when was it, during the day, just like let's record now. Yeah, only a few hours ago we decided to record today because uh, yeah, I, as you said, our schedules are all over the place. Yeah. So. Now I haven't had that much time to do that much. I've only had time to watch the Black Phone and all three Beverly Hills Cops movies. So <laughs> I've been very busy, as you can yeah. tell. Yeah, you actually thought the Black Phone was uh, Beverly Hills Cop <laughs> Four, right? Didn't you? Oh, there's going to be a social media uh, angle here. So the kid, there's a phone, all right. And you can hear Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy's <laughs> giving him advice. Oh, yes. You're trapped in the basement. You got to get out of there, child. Oh, my lord. Yeah, so the black phone is... Um, Based on a short story by Mr. Joe Hill, who I've actually met in Edinburgh. You met Joe Hill? Yes, I did. Son of Stephen King. I was like, you're Joe Hill. He was like, yes, I am. You said that to him? Yeah. You knew right off the bat yeah. who it was. Yeah, and he was like, yes, I am. Yeah. I was like, do you know my name? <laughs> And wait, was this like at a a, a book signing or on the street? You just saw him in a fish and chip shop. I was just on the street. Yeah, he was just trying to get somewhere, and I was like, "Hello, yeah, <laughs> do you want to be my friend, yeah. Mr. Joe? Mr. Joe Hill? How did you know who it was? What age were you? Oh, this is like 2019 or something like okay, that. Yeah, and you- I've been a fan of his for a long time, actually. Really? His debut novel. I read his short story collection. Right. Heart shaped box horns, Nosferatu. Horns, the Daniel Radcliffe movie. Yes. Oh, he hasn't had much success when it comes to adaptations. Yeah, I don't. Was that that, that wasn't good? Was it? I didn't do too well. No. Yeah. It, well, it didn't really take the word. It didn't win the Oscar for best picture, did it? No, it didn't. Uh, not, not that I know there's of. No, Doctor Chicago. Yeah, yeah. The Chicago. <laughs> uh, that's something there. Doctor Chicago. <laughs> I think you need a second to go. Okay, make you feel a bit. What is Doctor Chicago? Like he's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how all Jews sound. Really? Okay, as you also put the. In your age, oh, <laughs> yes. I had to go to temple. I have a diamond on my head. Oh, mamma mia. Oh, I drop my bagel everywhere. Oh. So it's basically a short story of his, okay? Which I haven't read the short story. I think it might be in a later collection. I read one series of short stories he had, and they're very interesting. Some of them aren't great. Yeah. You know, you know it's a mixed bag. And some of them just don't... Like, a lot of times with short stories, I don't like the ones that have, like, weird... Like endings are a little. I like things that have definitive endings. Oh, so you don't want to get anything that's a bit ambiguous. Yes, the only okay. thing I liked that his was ambiguous. There was one short story about like a guy who like he's a writer and he meets a fan, and the fan brings him back to the house. And what I loved about this is it's not just misery. No, no, because there's not weird happens. Not an explicitly weird. I like okay. the fact that like there's all this weird stuff in the house. But it's never explicitly said anything is weird. It's a lot of stuff where like, he hears a noise. And he's like, what's that? Or like he thinks he sees something he's not sure. Right. But there's not. And then he just like, the writer just freaks out and starts running. And he's just running. And he thinks he hears something. He thinks he hears maybe a gunshot. And it's not. Okay. And at the end, he's just running. And you don't know if he's just the same person or if he actually escaped from somewhere dangerous. Oh. But it was so well done. I actually liked it. I got where he was what he was going with okay. this okay i kind of got like oh yeah it just kind of clicked because sometimes depending on what mood you're in you can read something or watch something and d- despite what the intentions of the creator is you're just kind of like you don't gel with it or you yeah. can't pick up on it 
or it's just badly done. Yeah, but this time I was just like, oh, I get what he's doing here. We don't know if it's real or not. He's a horror writer. Maybe he's just a fucking weirdo. Uh, he's a horror writer meets a fan. That's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The fan might be weird or might not be weird. Now, again, uh, but thematically, it's a bit derivative of Misery. And well, I, I think... mean, Misery, but Misery is like a, a, subvert, a subversion of Misery. Okay. And misery is like a fan is weird. Yeah. More than weird, okay? Yeah, but... A little he... bit over the top, I think, with yeah. the hobbling and whatnot, of poor Mr. James Can. Yes. Uh, James can't walk anymore because <laughs> his ankles are dead with the rest of them. He's dead <laughs> now, Brian. He also, in their short story, like, just me describing short stories badly, all right? Yeah, but you know, I, the only reason I said that is because the black phone... No, just going off the film, I never read the short mm. story, but again, it... You know the uh, the pastiche, shall we say? You know what is interesting? It's a little derivative of Joe Hill, Stephen King's. Joe Hill has never been afraid to be like, I like writing this way, and it's very similar to my dad's. Yeah, but like, I don't know. They're good in their own, but he's never done like something that isn't a very Stephen Kingy thing. Right. Okay. He's never done anything where if you just said Stephen King wrote this a few years ago and forgot to publish it. Wouldn't be like, oh, I can see it, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, it's obvious that he just sort of grew up idolizing his father as yeah. a writer, as a man. He's like, you're the greatest writer of all time. In fact, I only like your writing and nobody else's. I've, ne- I've only read Cujo 107 <laughs> times. Still don't understand it. That's how multi-layered and dense I don't it know is. what a Cujo is, but I'm probably a Jew. It's the new war and peace. <laughs> Jujo. <laughs> <laughs> he did another short story we'll get to Black Phone in a minute I liked as well it was about these kids playing uh, forts with boxes okay Okay. and one kid goes into a box and never comes back and uh, it's like this magic box okay oh. then they trick a bully into going into the box as well Okay. and again kind of stupid there's no like resolution per se Yeah. but I just thought it was like kind of weird and kind of funny in a way and the fact that it's kids instead of being like this is fucking mind-bending here. This is against all laws of reality. It's like, ask the boxer kids go disappear. Let's make the other kid go in as well yeah. if we don't like him. Yeah. I, I like the kind of quaintness of it. Okay. But uh, anyway, the black phone also features kids. That's a little it does. segue right there. It does, yeah. yeah. yeah he was yeah, like yeah. writing about kids, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Kids locked up, uh, put them in a little box or a basement and they disappear. Mm. And uh, whatever happened to mm. them happened and nobody's allowed to ask questions <laughs> or no. So Black Phone is set in the 70s, I believe, is it? 1970s. Yeah. And it's very 70s, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. You can tell that this guy grew up in the 70s. Scott Derrickson is his name. The, the, the director. The director. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, did yeah. Sinister and Doctor Strange 1. Okay. Sinister had Ethan Hawke in it too, yeah, right? Yeah. Was that good? I heard that was good. i never seen it, but I heard it was better than most of the shite. Okay? Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard it was, like, very disturbing. Yeah. Now, what did you think of the black phone? I mean, it was all right, to be honest. It wasn't great. I thought it was okay. You know, Ethan Hawke is very fun in it. Hmm. Like, It's, it's a- definitely a small-scale adventure. Yeah, I mean, I was into it, but again, I was just very like, oh god, this is very reminiscent of the th- it, and like then you said the shining as well, because there is that sort of like uh, the sister has the the power. Yeah, basically uh, telekinesis; she can yeah. you know see shit, and then you know the whole thing with the phone and he can talk to them, but. So what is it? You can talk to dead kids. Ghosts are real or whatever. Let's do the plot real quick. Yeah, okay, go on. So there's a little kid and he's a pussy. Yeah. And he gets bullied all the time. 
And his dad is morally right. He's an alcoholic who, like, beats his children with a belt. But there's a reason for that, like. Yeah. So to find out the mother was spastic, all right, from Shining. She could see the future or some shit. And now the daughter shows signs of it. So the dad's like, I know what will fix her. And he just beats her mercilessly with a belt. Yeah. You know what's funny? I watched a black review of this, all right? These two black guys. And they were like... Damn, I guess I got child abused. You know they're just called reviews, by the way, Brian. uh, When two black guys review it, it's still just called a review. It's not called black review, as you so eloquently put there. If it's not Kermode, I'm like, oh, these must be black guys. (laughs) But what, they got got whipped by the belt? Well, in fairness, I was watching it. My mother used to beat us, not with a belt, but with a wooden spoon. Yeah. She she went through so many wooden spoons and never once were were they ever used for culinary purposes. (laughs) I remember one time she started wailing on me because I couldn't do my math homework. I was like, I'm a retard. I don't think you need to start beating me with a wooden spoon. Funnily, that's not going to make two plus two Uh, equals four happen any sooner, uh, is it? You bint. Well, she used to stop you getting psychic powers. That's what it is. Yeah, Yeah. it didn't work. Yeah, because I know I'm a psychic. I know how it's going to end for her very badly. Yeah, yeah. So, she has a fear of Puerto Rican nurses, <laughs> and it's not unfounded. Yeah. So, little kids are going missing in the area. Yeah. Someone's taken them a mount, and black balloons have been found at the scenes of the missing, disappearing yeah, children. Yeah, and he's been called, he's been named The Grabber. The Grabber, yeah. yeah. Not a great name, I've said. Not yeah, a very imaginative I name. I mean, it works. It does, yeah, but it should have been something a bit like The Black, bu- the black Man. <laughs> <laughs> the Black they're well, like the black balloon man. No, shorten it. <laughs> shorten it somehow. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, and then the little kid's walking home and he sees a man who's a magician yes. in a van, okay, with black balloons. Yeah. And we should point, yeah, there's been like five kids have gone missing. Yeah. Yeah. A few of them are friends of the the, the main little kid. All What's right? his name? Finny or something? Finn, isn't it Finnerty or something like that? Finn. Finny. Let's call him Finn. Finn, okay. So, but they all call him like Fig, you know, Finnert. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Finnert. Get over here, Finnert. They're just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then, like, he gets kidnapped by Eaton Hawk. Yes. And then Eaton Hawk keeps in the basement. Yeah. And plays these weird mind games. He's, he's kind of like, oh, I like you. Yeah. And he's kind of, he's, he's adopted this sort of very creepy, like, oh, hello, Finn, I'm your friend. Yeah. Now, let's play Armchair Fraser here. Yeah. What do you think? Now, I didn't really go into it. What was his whole deal? What was his vibe? I think there was... Obviously, it was never explicitly sexual, but it's like you have to play the game. It's called the Naughty Boy Game. And after he beats you with a belt, then the next part, which is his favorite part... I mean, I don't know. It was very hinting at pedophilia there. How but. far... I can't remember. I watched this a while ago, and I watched Beverly Hills Cop afterwards. Yes. That kind of, like, ruined everything. Yes. Um... How far did it go into hinting at pedophilia? I mean, basically, the fact that they call it the naughty boy game, and then it was like, wait, what? what's the next part? What happens next? And then they're like, but they don't explicitly say. Yeah. I don't know. And there's a bit where he was like waiting for him with his shirt off. Yeah, yeah. And he's also kind of like effeminate. There isn't effeminateness to yeah, him. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Not that that you know. Blah blah blah. I'm not saying that those are connected. But uh, are you? Because you're winking at me as you say it. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Yeah. You're yeah. winking at me and pointing at that picture of Will and Grace you have on the wall. 
<laughs> it's a signed picture, I'll have you know, by Sean Hayes, the worst one. Um, he was hosting Kimmel recently. He's actually good. I actually like Sean Hayes. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah good to yeah. clarify. Just in case, <laughs> just in case Sean's listening as a little tear, he's about to jump out the window. Cadden doesn't like me. But uh, yeah, no. Again, they never explicitly say it, but he's definitely he's doing a lot of creepy weirdness. I think it is alluded to that yeah. there is. Pedophilia. Definitely a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish they did an extra little step. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of ambiguity in this movie. Uh, like the whole deal with the black phone and he can hear the voices of yes. the... But would you... See, the thing is he finds a phone he can hear the voices of all the victims, okay? Yeah. And they can uh, tell him, like, help him escape. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like... I don't know... I, uh, Again, maybe I'm an idiot for kind of demanding any kind of explanation, but it's never even attempted in the slightest. Well, let's explain it right now. How would you explain it? So the options are Indian burial ground or like there's a magic crystal there or like... To be honest, initially I thought it was going to be like... So there are kids, the kids that are dead that he's hearing on this black phone were kids that he had met in real life. So I thought they were going to do a thing like all he hears from them is stuff that they would have said to him in real life. Mm. And it's his mind playing tricks on him. He's kind of having a psychotic break because of the trauma or whatever. But they sort of, they initially kind of seem like it's going that way and then immediately just go pure like fantasy realism shit. And it's like, oh, well, and all laws of, you know, they're all out the window, so anything can happen. Mm. So I'm really not invested anymore. You know anymore. what I would have done? Yeah. And thinking about this got me hard. Yeah? Literally, okay? Yeah. The phone- I need a basement the- and some balloons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the phone's on the wall. Yeah. And he hears the voice of the dead children, okay? Yeah. And at the end, it turns out that Ethan Hawke is very good at doing voices. Oh, he's like Dr. Demento. That's, I think that would have been class. <laughs> it's yeah. Rich Little. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would that have been cool? A nice twist, wouldn't it? Yeah. Or a little bit too silly. Maybe a little too silly. Yeah. Well, I know. I, I liked it for what it was. Well, okay. Maybe he had a kid, you know, because that's the way these weirdos operate. They, they get other kids to like, you know, procure their victims yeah and, and the kid's the real monster yes Ian Hawke's like I don't want to do it I don't like balloons <laughs> yeah yeah you better do it you son of a bitch and Ethan Hawke he's got those weird masks which were very creepy I have to say now, they the were masks, quite effective yeah the masks were made by I believe uh, some special effects guy he was like retired he came out of retirement to do it just for the, well they were very good masks yeah and that represents his dad, by the way, the masks. That's why I heard the, in the black guy review I watched. Right? Oh, okay. So they were saying that, like, you know, with dad, sometimes he's happy, sometimes he's sad. The masks are smiley oh, and frowny. Right, yeah. Because the dad's kind of like this abusive alcoholic. Why did you get him? Were you rooting for him when he bet those kids? Yeah, I mean, it was as it's, it was very... You don't expect it. You, you know, in this day and age, you don't expect just an old... Alco- like an alcoholic man to be whipping his daughter with a belt and you know it's obviously a studio probably like well if you do that you might make people feel bad yeah so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the point yeah yeah and again like having you you weren't beat as a child were you not at all really because i used to i mean i was giving hugs and kisses <laughs> my mother she, and marmalade sandwiches uh, she would she was big with the wooden spoon and then my dad was a very heavy drinker and like very verbally abusive but rarely got physical 
I say rarely because it did happen occasionally, but for the most part, he wasn't even arse beating me. But anyway, the black phone. Yes, You're exactly. uncovering a lot of yeah. stuff here. That you kind of were like, like, having a moment there. I was like, <laughs> no, back to eating hawk. All right. Who's very good, I will say. He's mm. the one. That was the only thing that kept me interested was his performance. Because as soon as... You know, like, like the kid. The kid was good, actually, and the, the girl who played the sister was good. No, there's good performances sister in Sister was it. delightful. Yeah. Now, what do you think about the brother? Some people didn't like the, the thing with the brother. Yeah, I was... Yeah, the, his cokehead brother. Yeah. So, Ethan Hawke is a brother who's just living there, but they, he doesn't realize that there's murders going yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, it felt a bit... You know who that was, though? That was Ziggy from The Wire. I, yeah, yeah, I knew you'd get that. Yeah, I was watching, yeah, yeah. like, James would get a good kick out of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to you, go full Ziggy afterwards. Are you familiar with his... Do you ever hear of the movie Ken Park? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah, that's... So, I've seen him uh, get hard, ejaculate, and get soft. Long shot, baby. I saw the whole yeah. darn shooting match. Should he have done that in the black phone as well? He's like, <laughs> I can't do this. That was a good little performance. He was a fun character, mm. but just sort of, it didn't, it really didn't work that. And then it also became kind of like irrelevant. Yeah. You know? Man, even like when he shows up, gets hit, that is exactly like The Shining yes. or Misery. Yeah, you're right. The actually. exact yeah, same yeah, yeah. shit. It's very weird, isn't it? It's almost like if. John Lennon's son. Well, I think John Lennon's son is a bad example. I think. I'm trying yeah, to think of like, he is a musician. Yeah, but Bob be, Dylan, the same thing. He's a musician. Yeah, but doing the exact same thing. Yeah, Actually, the exact uh, same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is? Joe Hill is Colin Hanks. Yeah. I don't want Colin Hanks. You want Chet Hanks? Yeah, exactly. Chet and I, boy, see? I want Chet Hanks to show up and save the little kid at yeah, the end. Yeah. yeah. Yo, dead ass. We got to get out this motherfucking basement, man. That motherf- that crack up there, he ain't playing, dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, isn't your dad uh, in Castaway? <laughs> Hell yeah. Dead ass, that's my pops, man. <laughs> So that's the black phone right there. Yeah. Uh, they get out. He does like a Home Alone style trap at the end. Yeah. Again, it was a bit silly. The whole thing was very silly, and I don't know, especially when the sort of the laws of reality don't apply. I immediately become less invested because it's sort of like, oh, well, you can do anything yeah. now. Now like, anything's possible. So what yeah. are the stakes? Like, really? This isn't these standards. No, it's this not. Isn't kitchen sink trap. I tell you, if Phil Mitchell was in there, it's like. Oh, take that bloody mask off, you puff. I'll do you, you slag. Yeah, yeah. Phil Mitchell would have sorted that geezer right out. Yeah. I don't want no black balloons here on the east end. Not in Albert Square, so you nuts. I watched that, and then with my roommates, we watched all three Beverly Hills Cops movies. That's fun. What are your opinions on the Beverly Hills Cop franchise? And what do you think about Judge Reinhold? <laughs> that... I thought we had an understanding that Judge <laughs> Reinhold would be kept out of this conversation. So, Beverly, let's do this one by one, okay? Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 1. Great. As you know... Yeah, great piece of... A great buddy cop movie, action comedy, 80s classic cinema. I love it. Yes. As a child, I mean, for me, Beverly Hills Cop, I rewatched it so many times. Really? I, I loved it. I wasn't familiar with it that much. I've seen it... But you know what I think it is? I didn't get enough opportunities to rewatch films. A lot of times I saw a film once and yeah. moved on. See, I would record movies like with a V8 VCR. We didn't have that option in my house. Yeah. We didn't, it was, that was the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we only had VHS copies of Carry On. 
Right. That's all we could afford. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't want you to be weird. So let's have some closet homosexual who is so disgusted with masturbation that he hates himself. And then we got fucking Peggy Mitchell's big tits there too. We got got either wife beaters or closet homosexuals or both somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're all having fun. Yeah, I mean, if I were... uh, The Carry On series is sort of like a perfect analogy for your personality (laughs) and your life. You are an embodiment, a personification of the Carry On series. (laughs) But anyway, somehow this is something to do with Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, so Beverly Hills 1... It's good. Yeah, it's great. I love the first one. Now, 2... I kind of was in and out of 1. They're watching, I was going in and out doing stuff, you know, jerking off, you know... I was at the door, be like, "Yo, tell me what's going on with Eddie. <laughs> I'm nearly finished." Yeah. Oh, Wait, tell me when Judge yeah. Reinhold's on screen. Is that Jonathan Banks? Oh, <laughs> he's in the first one, idiot. No, not I knew. The that's, second that's one. My point in one, I was going in. Oh. Two, I sat down, no phone. Wait. Wait, so you didn't even watch all the first one? No, I've seen it before. Like, okay. you say I was in and out, so didn't get time to think about it. Every uh, once he shoved that banana in the tailpipe, you, I gotta go jerk off. <laughs> I'm not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Hey man, I got a fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You can very clearly tell the first one. Like this, is like this is Eddie's bit right now. It's like Eddie's producing, basically writing all this yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eddie, basically, Eddie went, you know, took control of the script. Yes, I mean, it wasn't Sylvester Stallone originally meant to do it, and then it got turned into the. It got turned to the Eddie Murphy movie, okay? Yeah, yeah. Because it's the success of Forty Eight Hours. Yes, and then Sylvester Stallone went to make Cobra, and Cobra is Beverly Hills Cop without the. Eddie ruining it. Yeah, yeah. And it was a flop. And then in Beverly Hills Cop 2, there is a poster of Cobra in a bedroom. I didn't know that. You fucking pussy, man. You didn't get that. You didn't get that reference. I, I didn't get that. You're a fucking disgrace. Yeah. You're a Fugazi. Yeah. You're nothing. You're no Reinhold. <laughs> no, but yeah, there now, is a scene in uh, Billy, played by Judge yeah, Reinhold, yeah. in his bedroom. And it's a poster of Cobra. And I picked up on that subtle jab. Yeah. yeah. And you were laughing, looking around, like, I get this. <laughs> you wouldn't get this at all, would you? You stupid bitch. Yeah. No, I didn't tell you to stop touching it. Doesn't matter if it's soft. Just keep going. I'm enjoying it, I'm sure. It's not about sex. It's about <laughs> My lack of power. That's what gets me off. Uh, no, so Beverly Hills Cop 2. Now, Beverly Hills Cop 2 is thinking about this a lot because first one's great. Yeah. But 2 is directed by Tony Scott. Yes. And because I'd recently watched Top Gun, yeah. I was very much focused on how this is such a Tony Scott picture. He is a very distinct, very like style of like directing and editing. Even like the color scheme yeah, yeah, is yeah. so orangey like Top Gun. Like neonish yeah. almost. The quick cuts, the energy to yeah. it. It's very frenetic. Yes, I was very much impressed. Now I was kind of like the picture like Beverly Hills Cop is the best. And it is like obviously the first one. First one, yeah. Sure, yeah. But two, I have a newfound appreciation of yeah. two. I think for what it is and I liked it a lot. Yes. It was very financially successful, but critically, it was sort of like, oh, this is just, you know, style over substance. I disagree. I thought and there's a lot of really funny stuff in it. The Gilbert Gottfried scene. Yeah, man. It's hilarious. It's so. No, no, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is hilarious. It's so yeah. fucking funny. Now, I, like, I really, I love the second one. 
And like they really lean into like the character stuff with the three main guys. Yeah, so Judge becomes... Reinhold's character is a real like gun nut kind of yeah, thing. I love that, okay. Yeah, and he's yeah, got yeah. the bigger and bigger guns as it goes along. Yeah, okay? yeah. Now, Reinhold, what what's he playing at in those movies? Because I think it went on, he kind of found out what he was doing, like pure comedic, like in the third one. Yeah, a little he's, bit he's in really it. hamming it up. Is he he's playing sincere to a ridiculous degree almost like what what's he doing especially the second one what do you mean like... he's playing it like very sincere but a little bit weird he's doing something and i was very interested in what no, he was doing hang on when you say sincere is in he's... like excitable like you know like oh wow alec Wow, Foley, that's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look at my plants. Look at my big gun. I yeah. Mean, it's kind of, I guess, you know. A little bit of simpleton, but like. Just sort of. Heart like, of gold. Yeah, he's sort of, you know, he just really looks up to Eddie Murphy because that's kind of. They lay the groundwork of that in the first one that Eddie, Axel, and Billy, you know, because in the first one, they're just meant to, oh, this, this ruffian from Detroit. Yeah. But Billy, Judge Reynolds' character, immediately has a fondness for him. Yeah. It's a bromance that defo- You just don't like to see a black man and a white man yeah. be good, good friends. Yeah, I'm like, this has never happened before. You're, it's never happened since. You're, you're, you're just, uh, you're a taggart. That's who you <laughs> are. You're John Ashton. And I've always said it. You're big dog. You're a taggart. True and true. But Who's great in it as well? He's, he's great. He's in very it. funny playing it's, the straight man. Very funny to go to a play-by mansion at one yeah. stage. Yeah. The bit when he slips in the pool. Yeah. Why are we even recording this shit? Let's go watch Beverly Hills Cop 2 like a bunch of bros. I was taken aback by how much I was loving it, it was man. Great. I yeah. was rocking up and down. Yeah. I started doing an air guitar one stage. Like, Bridget Nielsen Bridget Nielsen. She's got a dyke haircut and big titties. Yeah. It's awesome. And Eddie's trying to say, that big bitch over there. <laughs> how long it take you to shave them legs? <laughs> I was loving it. I yeah, was clapping. Yeah, yeah. I was waving. I was drooling. He's got the laugh as well. It's me to do it, but I'll do it. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I go to my doctor's, like James, you've been doing the Eddie Murphy laugh again, haven't you? You will die. I don't care. You just run around with that A's on your lips, Doc. That's your problem. <laughs> anyway, Beverly Hills Cop Tree. Apparently. Troubled production. John Landis. Yes. Who directed the first one? He did a uh, no name. Ah. A no name cunt. Good. Who hopefully died in the street. I look it up. Don't even. I don't even want to know it's his so, name. It's something like Brian Wogglehurst or something like that. <laughs> Wogglehurst. Where did you get that? That was. I like that. Yeah. Some yeah. nonsense. We're right. getting that on the t-shirts. Yeah. Wogglehurst. Yo, where my Wogglehurst at? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you give a beverly hills cop tree now again i binged the three beverly hills cop movies over and over and over as a kid so i obviously i had a real fondness for it i even remember specifically beverly hills cop tree i remember getting up at like 11 o'clock at night and going into the living room and watching it on tv when it was a school night oh, and I, I knew if my mother found out she'd beat me mercilessly are you you watching that Wogglehurst on telly again? <laughs> psh, 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 psh. Oh yeah, mom, what's your problem? You're tripping, mom. You run around with that AIDS on your pussy. That's why daddy hung up there. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, so I, I really liked it as a kid, but obviously as a film, Beverly Hills Cop 3 doesn't hold up. Can I just say, the director, Martin Brest. Wow. <laughs> Never heard of that. Breast. Never heard that name. What a weird name. Yeah. Breast. Let's look what he directed. Oh, wow. 
Oh. Oh. It's got me going, all yeah. right? So, listen to this filmography right there. Yeah, go on. Hot Dog. Never heard of it. Hot Tomorrows. Okay. Going in Style. Nope. The Fast Times at Richmond High. He directed that? No. That was Cameron Crowe. He... You fool. Actor. Oh, he's an actor. As well. And he directed... He directed Beverly Hills Cop. That's funny because Fast Times at Richmond High, Judge Reinhold. Remember oh, he's jerking yes, off yes, with yeah. the girl coming out, that teenage girl coming out and showing her titties. Remember that child, yes, Brian? Exactly, yes. The child you, shows her titties. You think I don't know Judge titties. Reinhold's jerking you think off? I was jerking off over Judge Reinhold as well. <laughs> <laughs> so then, this is interesting now. Yeah. Then Midnight Run. Oh, yeah. With the guy who plays Tiger, John yes, Ashton. Yes. And uh, Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin, of course. Yes. Then Scent of a Woman. I'm not done talking about Midnight Run. <laughs> okay, Wait, what was the other one? Then Scent of a Woman. Oh. <laughs> That's the blind Pacino. That's why he won yeah. the Oscar for. And yeah. Robin's in that as well. Uh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Yeah. Then something called Josh and Sam. No, I didn't hear that one. No. Uh, the film's about two young brothers who run away from home due to emotional conflict over divorce from their parents. Sounds lame. Starring... Uh, Noah Fleish. Noah Fleish? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, look. Enough about Martin Breast's uh, filmography. Let's just finish off filmography. <laughs> then Meet Joe Black. Remember that? That's where... Oh, Brad Pitt? Yeah, he's like, yo, man. Hey, I'm now. Hey, I'm now. I'm You're a- going to die on tea. <laughs> but it ain't your time, girl. You got the rice and pea. I'm <laughs> now. And then Geely. Oh, j- jiggly, 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 yeah. It's Ben Affleck and JLo. Now I don't know anything about it, but I know it was a huge bomb. People were like Ben Affleck's ruined now. Yeah, yeah. He'll yeah. never star in anything again, and he'll never get to fuck JLo. One of the worst films of all time, and one of the most biggest box office bombs. Yeah, grossing seven million against seven pint. Sorry, seventy five point six million. Anyway, a back to big Be- fucking cunt failure. Beverly Hills Cop three, Brian. What did you think well, of what's it? What's he been doing? since oh god you're come on yeah he hasn't killed himself yet yeah. but I hold out hope anyway beverly hills cop tree directed by as you said john, john landis. landis big big um took ages to make because a lot of um big action set pieces it's set in a like a wonder world wonder think, world yeah. which is a, basically a disney world yeah. ripoff now this was the first one to not feature don simpson or jerry Bruckheimer, yeah who quit due to disagreements over budget and when you watch the film, you can tell it's not as stylish. No, all. it's it, it feels it's weird. Cheap it TV feels movie. cheap, doesn't it? It looks cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that about? Did they have poor funding or whatever? The, the money, and also like when you go from Tony Scott to Landis, okay? Yeah. There's a lot of scenes where, like in Tree, Eddie gets in the car. And drives off and that's it. Yeah. Where the other one it would be all these quick cuts and like, you know, the ignition, then the car, and yeah. then the tires and yeah, like Eddie yeah, yeah. like in the music playing just like car and drives off and you're like, this looks shit. Yeah, it did look cheap. Yeah. And also like the team park as well looks kind of shit. It doesn't yeah. it looks like a shitty theme park for a movie again it, like this is stuff that i wouldn't have picked up on as a kid but i remember re-watching it years later and there is a huge drop off in quality there it feels uneven it feels cartoonish in a way like the yeah. villains like it's very paint by numbers on un, uninspired shit so it was meant to be foley rosewood and taggart go to london 
to fight terrorists. Wow. During an international police convention. But during production, it was decided this would cost too much. Okay. So then uh, uh, Taggart dropped out. He was like, I'm too good for this shit. Wow. <laughs> John Ashton was like, hey, I did Midnight Run. <laughs> I'm friends with Charles Groton. So there's many, many ideas. At one stage, I think of getting Sean Connery as a Scotland Yard detective. Okay. Sean Connery dropped out, and then we're considering John Cleese. Okay. Then they're thinking it was going to be Eddie Murphy versus the Craze. I'm not joking. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> obviously based on the Craze, not the actual Craze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah obviously, yeah. So all these ideas, and then eventually you're like, okay, let's just do Die Hard in the theme park. Yeah, and that's pretty much what it is. And, uh, yeah, there are, there's that scene. Uh, oh, do you have more? Do you want to? So they were told that to make the ride, the, you know, the theme park yeah. real, or like, at least look real, that's spent around 10 million yeah and they were like fuck no yeah the whole thing costs about 70 million and that includes 10 million for eddie 10 million he got yeah jesus uh so the budget was cut down to 55 million after a lot so it's i'm seeing a lot of numbers here seems like there was a lot of disagreements with budget yeah sorry sorry eddie's uh paycheck eventually was 15 million okay yeah but there was a lot of disagreements and um even in terms like Eddie and John Landis didn't even get along well. Now, is this know? after Eddie? Uh, sorry, uh, John Landis had a little accident. Yeah, this would have been after the Twilight Zone thing. Yeah, I did hear Landis was a real cunt. Yeah, well, difficult yeah. to work with. Yeah, yeah, uh, I have heard that. Yeah, I haven't really, you know, I've nothing to elaborate on it with. Obviously, there is that story. The little kids got their heads chopped off in the yeah. Twilight Zone. His son is a notorious rapist. Yes. We've covered all this. But yeah, so this is all old hat for guys, like for investigative researchers like us. Yes, okay? yes. I like it when you check the time. It's always a good sign. <laughs> Let's just see how we're doing. Jesus Christ. I know, right? Yeah. So that's all three Beverly Hills Cop movies yeah. right there. Okay. Anything else to add to that? Or Are you looking forward to four? It's being shot right now. Is it actually happening? It's actually happening. I mean, that's something that's been languishing for a long time. Well, they were. They did shoot a pilot in two thousand eleven. A pilot, pilot, yeah, for a TV show. Axel Foley's son, and they're going to get Brandon T. Jackson. Oh Jesus! Everyone knows Brandon T. Jackson, of course. Now he's a mentor. Is he? Oh yeah, Why? he's like Hollywood be raping me and shit. Oh well, yeah, oh, he's like. So by mentler you mean telling the truth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I was a sexually assaulted. Like, look at that mentor over there. Yeah, you're no Axel Foley. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> was it Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon seems to be doing all the raping of black fellas. No, Nick Cannon's like getting kids pregnant. He doesn't have time to like. Uh... You know, he's wearing a dress and raping Raven Simone's brother or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I know this new one will be directed by our Barbie and Falal. What the fuck? What yeah, they um, directed Bad Boys Three. Oh, I didn't like Bad Boys Three. Well, get ready to for this. So they're gonna. These are just a couple of fucking Saudis coming in, ruining all the franchises. I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like the golf. Remember, I was telling you about the golf. No, live golf is a new thing. So there's the PGA tour, oh, right? Oh, right. And now yeah, the Saudis yeah. are buying up all the golf players. Yeah. And the thing is, with all golf tournaments, you get your money to play well. But with live golf, it's guaranteed money. So you don't have to play well. You could literally, it could be me and you, okay? And we could take a big shit there, all right? Yeah. Yeah. How much do you think we get for that? 
Well, they pay us straight. They'd be like, if we say ten million, we get ten yeah. million no matter what. So they're obviously just paying to get like the big names. So who would be like Rory McIlroy, so, Tiger? Rory's been a real cunt about. It. Rory's like, I ain't doing that. Oh, human rights and gay people. Oh. Who, boo, who, like that. Yeah, and Tiger's like, hold my beer. Yeah, no, Tiger yeah. hasn't done it either. But Tiger's got so much money, he doesn't need it. But a lot of other guys are like, hey, golf. Like, like if you're who? not a, guys, you wouldn't have heard of. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, Johnny. Woggle horse or that, right? John- Martin Breast. He's like, ah, oh, I need some money, dude. Johnny Threewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so a lot of them are like, hey, golf. If you're not like Tiger Woods, is kind of shit. Yes. Yeah. But now the Saudis are paying us big money, whether we're good or not. Yeah, and they're also trying to get big stars. They're going to get uh, Charles Barkley to play. Oh, yeah. Because he loves golf, doesn't he? He's very bad at golf, but he loves oh, playing it, yeah. Okay. So they're just going to get anyone to play, like then celebrities. They'll probably get Tom Brady to try and play. What was that thing? Why was Charles Barkley... I saw that clip of him saying, if you're gay or trans, I love you. What yeah. Was, what was the context uh, he's of just, that? He's talking nonsense. Don't oh. they say? He just got, he had too much drink. Well, actually, you know, I was reading the comments. They made some very interesting point in the comments about white people and poisoning black man's minds, stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. You know, motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfuckers when they used to make slaves be gay. I thought it was making them rape their own mothers. That's probably it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is like buck breaking. Yeah, buck breaking. Yeah, yeah lots yeah, of yeah. interesting points in there about sagging. Yes, they, they, that's where the sagging of the pants comes and from. Nick Cannon. Yeah, yeah so it's all connected right so there. So Nick Cannon wore dress and raped Charles Barkley. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Afterwards, he was like, yeah. "Get out of here, Charles Barkley." Call me one of the monsters. <laughs> You ain't Charles Barkley. You're just some rape victim who looks like a big on rape victim. Big on. So Space chap. So that is a whole thing, you're right, where people are like, oh, well, so if I play golf on bad, what about every other football team that has Saudi money? Yeah. What about the movies that, like, placate to Saudi Arabia? I'm the bad guy because I want to fucking hit a golf ball, you fucking cunt. Yes. Yes. I got real riled up you there. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Good to see some passion out of you <laughs> for once. You're usually such a dead-eyed coward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Can I tell you something, actually? This Go is on. apropos of nothing, all right? Mm-hmm. I was talking to this girl who's, like, from a different country than me. Right. Wild, all right? She was telling me that it's very common to fuck donkeys in her country, all right? Whoa. And she was telling me the way to do it. So what you do is you get a rolling pin. And you roll the back of a donkey. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. A rolling pin and you roll it across the back of a donkey. Yeah, and then the tail goes up and it's ready to receive your present. Does it not just run off as soon as you try no, to stick your no, dick if in? You do, if you, let's say you go up to a random donkey and put your dick in. Donkey's yeah. like... <laughs> like that. Yeah, but if you get horny, then donkey's like, come on, baby, and starts pushing his ass up to you. Like, oh. Give me that good stuff right there. And you're like, okay, I will. And donkey's like, that's not good enough. Like, well, I'm trying, all right? <laughs> it's not big enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a penis that could satisfy a woman. How am I going to satisfy a donkey? <laughs> you know how stressful it is? You know when people are like, oh, women beauty standards. You know how hard it is for guys to fuck donkeys? <laughs> so this is like big in, in her country for like, you know, like 14-year-olds. 14 years so i'm sorry children are raping donkeys yeah exactly yeah now who's more at fault there the donkey or the child <laughs> or the rolling pin is the rolling pin uh is it lie mm-hmm. uh 
Uh, I don't know. I forgot to speak. I forgot how to speak there. I was too distracted by children of a country I'm not allowed to say. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, raping it, donkeys. It was making me think, obviously. I've been thinking about that. I've been chewing on that for a long yeah. time. It's one of Brian's theories. We have to dance around it because, you know, for some reason. Yeah. But Well, let's, let's go on to another topic now, all right? Okay. And what can we talk about next? So we talked about donkey fucking. We have. Uh, we talked about that. See, I remember showing that pink sauce. Yeah, what the fuck is that about? That's some white woman on TikTok's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be drinking that tick socks, you know, so. like that, right? She's a white... I thought she was Asian, though. Oh, is she Asian? I, I she don't know. She's Asian. like, yeah, you gotta be drinking that pig sauce. Yeah. So she's been on TikTok drinking stuff and it's very, almost like... Uh, it's like goo, like yeah. bright pink goo. Yeah, and yeah. she's selling it now. It's become a craze. If you don't have pink sauce, you're basically like a donkey fucker, right? Wow, yeah, okay. you're worthless, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's this stuff, and when you buy it, all the ingredients in the back are spelt wrong. Oh. You know what, the safety label? Yeah. All wrong. Yeah? Yeah, even ingredients are spelt with like three <laughs> Gs, okay? Ingredient, ingredients, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And no one knows what's in it. And it's not doesn't taste good at all. Really? But it's all about street cred. And people is it making people sick? Yeah, real sick. Are, Diarrhea to the extreme. Oh to wow. the max. Yeah. Has and when they died shit, yet? When they shit it's pure pink. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And no one's dead yet, but let's give it hope and let's keep it going. I mean, surely they could like take it into some lab and figure out what's in it, like a food lab or something. No, you know? this is one of my theories, okay. Yeah. You always Gen X people were sad. Yeah. And they were all like, you know, uh, basically uh, Daria. Yeah. You know? They're all like, uh, yeah, the corporations are yeah. bad. They were all Janine Garofalo. Everyone's Janine Garofalo or Nirvana back in the 90s, yeah. all right? Yeah. But then uh, they kind of went to like, um, you know, with us, all right? Okay. Where we we're all kind of, how would you describe us? Uh, Basically, Daria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're well, like we're, Daria. We've been cynical for we've been cynical for a long time. Is what I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. We were cynical, and then we became we were cynical and snarky, like Chandler. Then we became cynical and mentally ill, like right? like Matthew Perry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. addicted to the drugs. And now we've gone beyond that, and we've just gone beyond mental illness, where we're aware of our mental illness. Before we were just mentally ill, we were narcissistic, we were cunty, we were all gay, alright? But now we're all self-aware, but we're now not willing to like, change. Now it's like we're doing a bit, alright? Mm. And it's like we're all doing it, we're all eating pink sauce that makes us shit ourselves. Yeah. And it's funny, it's for TikTok. Yeah. And it's ironic in a way, because we're doing it for TikTok. It's sort a kind of, of a, like the postmodern mood, like post-irony. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now... We're so postmodern, we don't even know what's going on. We don't care because we know we're all going to be dead soon. Yeah. We're Gen Y. Gen Y bother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's all fucking messy. And now, you know the way those beauty standards? No. Yeah. I'd heard of them, but <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Now it's it's all like, who can, it's all, you know what it is? Who can be the fattest pig in the land? We all want to die. We all want to commit suicide. Yes. But that's not, doing that is too lame oh now we got that doesn't slap suicide dead ass suicide don't slap yeah cap cap indeed what's cap mid cap cap is lying i'm not lying cap is lying yeah how does cap mean 
cap means you're not lying? I say no cap means I'm not lying. Oh. So let's say your homie comes up to you and he's like, I banged this bitch last night and she had monster titties. And you're like, she didn't have monster titties. Yeah, cap. Oh. Cap on those titties. So if I'd be like, no cap, it means that's kind of like FR. FR, FR. <laughs> let's see. No cap, dog. <laughs> FR, FR. This is all retarded, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Oh, well, I've heard people say mid. I want to see what mid means, okay? So, uh, based. I, you told me based was bad, but then somebody said based was good. <laughs> so, no, uh, I said you based. Cap, you cap. You've been capping on me, dog. Dead ass capping. FR, FR. What is this fucking retarded, mentally ill, schizophrenic dog shit we're trying to pass off as a language? That's English oh, language. And I'm some old fag retard because I don't say no cap or FR. Go fuck yourself, you little fucking retarded cunt. You fucking schizophrenic 14-year-old piece of shit. Fuck you. Sorry, what? what so, <laughs> no, hi, cap dog. Oh, I'm straight capping on you, brah. Dead ass cap, brah. FRFR, you know what it is. It's your boy, can dog, coming at you live. So I'm trying to figure out what mid is. I've heard people say mid recently. Yeah. Uh, mid is insult, degrade, or opposing opinion. So it's like your opinion is mid. It's like, you know, Jordan Peterson, yeah. you, you've got mid-opinions, So it's kind of like he's try, sort of like trying to be an edgelord or be antagonistic or cynical for the sake of it? No, it just means you're lame. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, right. Wait, also, mid is slang for I want to hom- homosexually penetrate really hard. Wow. Yeah. Boy, you, could, you don't want to get those confused. <laughs> Yo, Jordan Peterson, I'm going to mid you. I'm not mid. I think it's uh, morally wrong to be mid. <laughs> let's go. This is fun. I like going. Let's hear a new segment, okay, where I look at Urban Dictionary. There's lots of stuff here. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, not good stuff here. I mean, it's all fucking ridiculous. But the thing is, like, I'm in my 30s. When you see people in their 30s unironically saying all this shit it's tragic it's sad it's mid you're it is mid yeah. no cap dog it, well, it's mid dead I ass up, I, looked up Ur- I looked up urban dictionary i see have a cow <laughs> as in don't have a cow like yeah i am familiar with this yeah <laughs> a, t- a, f- a term frequently uttered uttered by bart simpson yes who I believe was a Supreme Court justice <laughs> in the 1920s. <laughs> to dismiss the other person's feelings. Yeah. That's not what it means. Yeah. This is all shit here. Yeah. What's leaf uh, blower? Leaf blower? What's a that? A person whose sole purpose is to make their problems someone else's. Oh. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're yeah, blowing leaf, your leaves yeah, over leaf my blower. garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like all those fucking hobos on the street who ask you for money. So get away from me, leaf blower. Get a job. Uh, no jewel Julie. No jewel Julie. That's someone who... It, it, she she acting like she don't want a jewel, but when she at the party, she always asks the homies for a jewel. What's a jewel? A jewel is like a vape. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was there was like an anti-Semitic connotation. Yeah. Yo, Yo she, this no jewel Julie. Yeah, she acting like she don't want no Jews. When she at the party with the homies, she always go, anyone got a spare Jew for Yo, me? she got that yarmulke pussy dog. <laughs> F.R. No cap. You know what it is. Let's see. Let's see. Hooch, hoochie daddy shorts. Shorts worn by a man. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Really, uh, oh, hey there, brother. You're wearing those hoochie coochie shorts, huh? Yeah, yeah. This is very interesting. I like the tick bait. Tick bait? Yeah. Guy who likes to fuck fat chicks? No, it's a jail bait on TikTok. Oh, tick bait? Yeah. Wow. That's all, yeah. I mean, that's just jail bait, jail bait on TikTok. What about vabbing? This is, this is kind of fun, actually. What's vabbing, Mr. Cadden? Vabbing? Now, in the email, you said you wanted to vab that child. <laughs> what did you mean by that? Uh, it is, because it's a very proud tradition of vabbing, where, uh, you know, remember dabbing? Remember that, dabbing? Yes. Well, it's not like that at all. I take a screwdriver and shove it in her vagina <laughs> while dabbing, and uh, I call it vabbing. Uh, yeah, no, I've got a lot of problems, <laughs> is what I'm saying. When a woman sticks her fingers in her vagina and puts the juice behind her ears okay that's like kind of like don't wear white after Labor Day it's just yeah. one of those things that women do See, so she puts her conch juice behind her ears yeah for what purpose uh, to attract men okay is it that she does it in public yeah exactly yeah, yeah. the guy's like this pitch it you're way like a guy puts a pencil behind his ear yeah it's exactly like that he says you know you, you can smell fanny juice off a girl's ear I can't I, I can't I've got very bad sense of smell I can't smell fanny juice too well yeah okay right 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 let's try another one right here Pimmel Pimmel are you, are you Pimmel what's Pimmel physically in mentally out what is that? Physically and mentally out as in like if you work in a job you don't like? Yeah, or like, you know, you're in a date and like you're not really into the date. Or you're like. banging a girl that you feel nothing for. Yeah, and you're staring at the wall. Yeah. The white wall. The white powerful wall. Yeah, that white sturdy wall. The foundations have been in this country for hundreds of years. Keeping the wall up while the black mold bowl comes. <laughs> Uh, we'll, find, we'll stop this soon, okay? Uh, so, scrometing. Scro- is that when you sneeze and vomit at That's the same scream time? Scream vomit. Scream vomit. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. That's like when you vomit loudly, when you're like, yeah! All right. Yeah, like Steve O. He'd be a scrometer, wouldn't he? Dude! Bleh. Uh, I'm just reading your phone now. He's giving me nothing to work with yeah, here, folks. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, womb sniffer? That's pretty easy. <laughs> uh, that's what we call Puerto Ricans. Uh, anyway, look, put your phone down. Yeah, yeah, let's look on my other topics I have look, here. That, okay. That's an end, that's a rabbit hole of just gibberish. Yeah. You know? Well, that's basically the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. So you want to talk about the UK elections? <laughs> uh, now, that, that's pure Pimo right there. That's Pimo, dog. Yeah, what's happening in the UK it's elections? Richie, uh, Richie Shunak. And uh, Liz Trust, they're the two. So there was loads of candidates. Yeah. And now these are two that have been narrowed down to. It's been whittled down to two, all right? So this is to take over the prime minister. Uh, yeah, because Boris stepped down. He's he deserved it to nominate. He pulled a legger. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Um, so who are the candidates? Richie Shunak. I think he's like the 20, 222nd most richest man in England. Okay. And he's very, very rich. I think he his he married his he married up. His wife got all the bitches and money and all oh, that. All right, see. all the cheese. Shunak, that's an interesting surname. Yeah, yeah. He's like an immigrant, obviously. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So he's what uh, Indian, Pakistani. Uh, let me look it up actually, and we'll look, we'll Just, find I'm out. I'm sure the Brexiteers will love that. Well, I tell they? you what, he it's interesting because he's like I'm foreign 
I want to raise taxes. And the other one's some bitch. And they're like, yeah, we like Shunak. Yeah. The other bitch is a bit annoying. Some hole, no thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, try, try, you know, I got pretty close to Richie Shunak. I just spelled his uh, R-I-S-C-I. It's so R-I-S-H-I. For me, that's pretty good. So it's Rishi. It's not Richie. Well, he says Richie. Okay. Richie. Richie. But- not Richie as in, like, Rishi. Oh, Rishi. Yeah, he's from Southampton. See, you were saying Rishi. He's a Punjabi Hindu. Okay. From the India dis- dis- dispas- Dispastic. Dispara. <laughs> yeah. Diaspora? Diaspora, that's a, yeah. yeah. And he was the, like, the ministry for, he was the minister of money. The minister of cheese, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> That's that they're gonna replace God Save the Queen yeah. with that now. <laughs> there's nothing you can do about yeah. it, alright, you old white man. Yeah, look, I mean Harry and Meghan Markle now this Rishi character? <laughs> what has become of the monarchy? Yeah. It's a disgrace. So uh yeah, he was pretty popular during COVID. He's like free money for everyone. Oh, but now he's like, we need to pay back the banks. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, fuck. Oh, shut up. Give, give me it back quickly. I need it. Oh, I'm in so much trouble. You, you probably spent all the scratch cards, didn't you? You fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, why did you buy so many biscuits? You <laughs> can't. I think his wife owns stock in Wendy's. The fast food restaurant? Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Okay. So you got when you got that little white bitch in Wendy's? Yeah. And you can rule with anything, man. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been to Wendy's. Never been. I went to Wendy's in America. Yeah. They were very much, um, didn't have pride in their work, I have to say. Yeah, I'd find uh, most fast food restaurants don't. Almost if they didn't care about the company. Because I was like, uh, you know, tapping my watch and I was like, hurry, hurry, people. <laughs> and didn't hurry up at all. Yeah. It's like, bring Miss Wendy out here at once. <laughs> I have I have a critique. Where's the little ginger? Yeah. And uh, did not talk Where's to Where's Jack in the box? Anyway. So, his wife is Ashkara Murphy. Hmm. Okay. Good. Yes. And good, uh, good, good. She's a non-domicile. So she doesn't pay taxes. What? You have to pay taxes if you're non-domicile. That means you're not actually a British citizen. So let's say you're only rich. It's only for rich people, by the way. So oh. it's like you live in London, but you're still like, I'm technically an Irish citizen. So I use, I pay Irish taxes. Oh, I see. And it's only if you've got very good accountants. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So there's Richie Shunak. That's him there. What do you think of him? Looks pretty good. Yeah. You see him as the, see him on the pound. It's interesting because he's an immigrant, but he's got those big goofy features of the monarch, doesn't yeah. he? Big ears, big nose, big weird bug eyes and teeth. Yeah. And I'm saying that about the <laughs> royal family, so, yeah. you know, it's not racist. Okay, it's yeah. It's definitely it, not it's racist. It's about the honkies. And if you think it's racist, that's because you're a bloody racist. You're a leaf blower, that's what you yeah. are. You're blowing your racism onto me, saying, oh, it's bloody chum chicken Harry's fault. It's not me. It's the bloody Rishis of the world that have turned this country into what it is. Like, give me that microphone. Get off me now. You fucking, you fucking leaf blowing cunt. You pimmel. Yeah. I'll get Paddy the Baddy after you. Yeah. But um, so they love him. The other woman is Liz Trust. Apparently, she's she's a bad apple. Oh, she's really? a real leaker. 
a leaker. She's always leaking. Is she a vabber? She's got <laughs> pussy juice behind her ears. She's vabbing and leaking like a motherfucker <laughs> up in this bitch, all right? So she apparently, she only cares about herself and publicity. And she was always, any meeting at all, she always be popping out and then chatting to the guy in the sun, being like, oh, I got a scoop for you. Always also, leaking. it's a bad name because they call if they call her mistrust... Mistrust. Oh, the son of a field yeah, day with that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, just seeing those words printed in bold, mistrust can't be trusted because yeah. she's a cunt. Yeah, Liz cunt got it there. <laughs> I can go home early, boys. That's bloody money in the bank, is that? Whoa. So she's like, we need to lower taxes and we need to give everyone more money. Yeah. And Richie's like, oh, look at that fairy tale socialist over there. She's like, you fucking what? <laughs> Uh, I have quite a few words I could say about you too, uh, Rishi, or whatever it's called. So it seems like he's going to win. He's going to be next Prime Minister. Okay. People are a bit muffed, okay? Yeah. <laughs> a bit muffed. A miffed. bit miffed, all right? Miffed. They're miffed and muffed, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, it's like, yo, the people, the people should have a say. They're all going on Russell Brands. Like, it should be the people who have a say on yes, this, all right? Yes, yes, yes. Hello, your 5.4 million awakening wonders. I'm a little bit distracted as you're talking to me there. Sorry, James. I'm not what doing, are you I'm saying? I'm doing a bad job. Uh, I'm texting someone there and not texting back to me. Oh, okay. Oh, text back to me there. Yeah, maybe do this after the podcast, Brian? No, this is how I do it. This is yeah. how I smash. <laughs> okay. Everyone listening, go, go on, my son. Text yeah. her back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, uh, mm, she's not texting me back. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, she texts. I reply straight away. Yeah, yeah. Then she shows I'm aloof. <laughs> Then she'll respect me. Yeah. You know that? We do, I'll send her a, her own little private Marvel Minute segment. Yeah. You text her 12 times in a row. She doesn't get back for four days, but then text you a thumbs up emoji at four in the morning. You reply straight away. <laughs> she'll respect you then. Well, actually, I'm also talking to Colin Tyrrell. There's rumors Colin Tyrrell might be on the podcast. Oh. Yeah. Is that okay for you, is it? I'm allowed uh. to talk to him. <laughs> you fucking cunt. <laughs> I've looked at it for one second reply to Colin Terry like smacking my phone. Is that phone. who you were talking to? Smacking my phone was away. Was that Colin Terry yes, right it there? Was, no, yeah. it was. Mid. You tried to fuck Colin <laughs> Terry? You Oh god. Just when I think you can't get any yeah. cooler. Wow. Man, you know he used to make a two thousand dollars a night working in a bar. Nice. I might be exaggerating slightly, yeah. Col- for those who don't know, Colin Terry is an Irish comedian who's like really doing very well over in America. He's on Not like- really. Well, he's not like I'm me. joking, I'm joking. Jesus Christ. Well, I think he's doing well. If I had his career, yeah. I'd be happy. He's going to be in Lethal Weapon 4. He was in Legion of Skanks and, uh, you know... He had Ari Shafir on his podcast. Ari Shafir took his dick out on the podcast. Awesome. Yeah, and started fucking, fucking calling Tyrrell. Just throw fucking calling Tyrrell. <laughs> Just face fucking yeah. his big spud head. Yeah. And yeah. then he was like, and then Ari was on Joe Rogan and he was like, hey, I fucked this retired Dublin guy. Yeah. This fucking potato munching paddy whack mongo cunt. Yeah. No way, man. That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, Ari's always trying to plug people on Rogan and Rogan always sh- like shuts it down. I told you, Rogan's autistic. He is. He doesn't yeah. know what's... Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like... He just focuses on something. He's like, Has he right. ever face fucked a mongo? I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Anyway. Oh, actually, fuck, I had a theory before we go. My Elon Musk theory. Okay. This is one of Brian's theories. Go I think on. Elon Musk is fake. Okay. He's got money, but it's not real money. It's all stocks. Yeah. So it's like the housing crisis, all right? It's the bubble, okay? So he's got a lot of money right now. That could all go away very quickly. 
Doesn't he come from money though? Not not extreme money, alright? Like yes, money, okay? And yeah. you see his dad was fucking his stepsister. Yeah, why well, keep it what's that about? What It's fucking that? awesome, man. She got stuck in a washing machine. He was trying to help her out and he slipped <laughs> in. And she was like, Oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was look so stuck in the washing machine, let me help you out there. That's my South African impression. <laughs> now, you know what's what's really troubling is it's not that far off. Uh, yeah, so it is Elon Musk's dad was fucking his. But apparently this is doing a, a Woody Allen. This is a while ago, but when it came out now, because the media are against him. The yeah. media are against Elon Musk and uh, Dave Portnoy and Russell Brand yes, and Joe yes. Rogan because they're all too powerful. And Jordan Peterson, yes, yes, and Colm Tyrrell. <laughs> no one's safe. And we're next. Yeah. Uh, we watch out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, Elon Musk, it's all fake, all right? It's a fugazi. And there's millionaires who are doing so much worse than Musk, all right? And Musk is like the balloon they send out to distract the sheeple, all right? Okay. So they're all focused on Elon Musk. Like, oh, you did a bad job hosting SNL, <laughs> yeah. you freak. That monologue did not slap, bro. Yes. It, dead ass. Where, it sucked. Where all the, other, all the other millionaires are, like, raping children yeah. and, like, sacrificing goats and He's shit. up there in the writer's room with Jim Downey. Well, why doesn't it work? I thought it was pretty funny. No? What's wrong? No, no, no. He's like, the sketch is too long. Gen Z hospital? (laughs) It just doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Apparently Michael Shea wrote that one. Really? Yeah, pretty embarrassing. That's, yeah. Well, obviously for him, it's just like fucking, I gotta go eat a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't give a fuck. Him and Tim Dillon had a bit of a spat because Tim Dillon's like, yeah, this was shit. And then Michael Shea, for whatever reason, is like, why does somebody listen to a fat gay guy over me? Yeah. Hey, it's a pretty good question. Can't fly, I can't find a flaw in his logic. Yeah. yeah. He's mad young as well, Michael Che. I think he's like uh, he's like 21 or something. <laughs> no, I'm like, exaggerating, but he's, I think he's like younger than you think. He's yeah. like 35, I think. Oh, your phone's going Oh, up. yeah, sorry. That's time for us to wrap up. It is. And all head home. We just had an hour. We've yeah. all had fun there. It's time to go. We're going to head home. It's over an hour. So Elon Musk. My, my theory was Elon fake. Musk is fake. The other millionaires have propped him up, so he's a distraction. A fugazi, yeah. a fugazi. Okay. What do you think about that? I think he puts the gay and fugazi. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>